is not going to be good. It's not worth um, it for me to post it anymore because right, all of sure. those friends jump on my posts like immediately to try and correct me. But most of the time they don't read a thing I wrote. Right. And they right, literally right. just want to respond to, to, to the general census of the subject. Right. right yeah. With their, oh, with their and, own. Yeah. And ge generally, I'll just generalize it. Pe people like that don't even like to provide, like they don't, they don't try to provide sources to back up their argument. They just think oh, that oh, they're right. Oh, oh no, Mike, they do. But in most cases, those sources are tailor made for their viewpoint. Welcome to episode 308 of the Emergent Gamer Podcast. I'm Felix Hergood, and we got a great show tonight. We got a couple of people here. Hey, Locke, how you doing? Hey, what's going on, Felix? And then we got Trip Zero. What's up, Felix? How you doing, bud? And then I'm saving, well, the best of the hosts for last, Neo Aoshi. Hey, I missed you, Locke. <laughs> also, I'm better than lastly, all of you. Wait, wait. wait. <laughs> lastly, <laughs> you miss me? <laughs> Wait but a minute. Lastly, <laughs> sorry, we have Mike. We heart hey. games. We we hey. heart games uh, hey. from the Lunar Castaways podcast. Welcome, Mike, welcome to the show. Glad to have welcome, you. Welcome, thank you. Is thank there you an S on Castaway, or or did I just fuck that up? Uh, no, Cast it is it is Lunar Castaways. castaways. Oh, with an yes. S. Got it. Cool. Yes, Lunar we are castaways. castaways podcast. Well, welcome to the show, Mike. I uh, appreciate you being here. Thank, thank um, you for having me. Well, I think the format of the show tonight is we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, Mike and his experience, and tell us all about Lunar Castaways. Uh, anything else you want to bring up? Uh, you know, talk about your life, talk about who you are, and then uh, I think we're gonna move on from that, and we're gonna talk about the controversy uh, surrounding the Twitch community because um, Twitch is not uh, policing uh something horrible um the mm -hmm. const the constant race race racist um hate raids uh, hate raids thank you that's what we'll get to that um we'll talk about that later we probably should preface now that we are recording on a went the wednesday of the twitch was it what do they call it uh day off twitch or whatever yeah, yeah. hashtag day off switch yes um we talked long and hard about well, you know, we talked about it, um, and uh, we decided ultimately that we should just keep on keeping on. Uh, Trip, do you want to? I, I thought you had a really good reason for why we should. Yeah, and and honestly, um, I don't think that too much focus has to be put on like the hows and the whys. Um, just that it's really, really um, uh, counterproductive to tag individual people's behaviors when some movement like this happens because you don't know how people are contributing, how they're reacting, responding. Um, and there's no one blanket solution to uh, to respond, right? When there's just a, a massive social movement. The uh, the issue with Twitch is that for you, this is not a new thing. The hate raids are a new thing. The new thing is that uh, Sorry, the new things are the hate raids, but Twitch has been slow to act on pretty much anything related to uh, protection for marginalized creators. 
uh, minority streamers um, acting on like actual documented abuse or changing their business or platform to make that in any way better. Um, uh, an immediate response to this was, uh, let's all boycott Twitch. Let's take a day off and not stream on that on a certain day. Um, that's a great way to shine a lot of uh, light and attention on the issue. Uh, but the attention comes from the discussions around the topic. And there is plenty of discussions around the topic itself. Um, as of this moment, we are not a monetized podcast. Yep, on we are not. Twitch. We, we, don't, we don't take subs or bits. We're literally just here broadcasting the content. Um, so we're not gaining anything financially. Um, Which means we're, not, can, we're also not giving money to Twitch as well. Right. Um, there are creators that have to stream, whether they're doing it because they're on the cusp of financial freedom through streaming and they literally have to pay their rent, their food, whatever, and that may be a reason to stream. Um, people may not believe in the cause, and that is not our case, but that may be a reason people stream. Um, some people might want to use a platform to get out their, uh, their thoughts or their opinions about the issue. And I think that's where we land most strongly with this. Um, back in uh, June of 2020, there was a, uh, a massive Twitch blackout uh, for, for actual uh, racism in America as the core concept. And that expanded to a whole bunch of other topics as well. Um, the reason that we decided during that moment to, to not stream was more about getting out of the way in solidarity of minority creators and allowing the, shine, the spotlight to shine on them and highlight them and prop up them in their communities. With this, no one's getting propped up. No one's getting highlighted good or bad um, besides just conversations around Twitch itself failing to act. Um, no one person and no crowd of people are going to financially hurt Twitch into action. That will not happen from today. Today's actions are not going to do a thing to convince Twitch to change anything. Part Those of the conversations problem, yeah. are, are already happening or they will happen later, but Today and any kind of perceived monetary or user-based loss from today's uh, broadcast will just it won't affect decisions either way. It just Twitch has an ingrained uh, culture of not acting, and in terms of their bigger you know ownership with Amazon, Amazon I, probably has no idea what's happening over at Twitch. So there's just there's no accountability across the board, um, and uh, ultimately, we think it's better to talk about it than to yeah. just not be on the platform. I think the other thing that's important to note is that we did have conversations of those that are within our community to get their take on it um, that are either participating or do fall. You know, I, it, we are right now, including Mike, a group of white males doing this podcast. So, um, you know, we are not affected in the same way that some of our close friends and uh, gamer family are so we did take that partnership to to make sure that we understood their perspective as well and ultimately landed on the fact that we'd rather call out what's happening and bring it to light through our podcast versus just you know taking a back seat to the conversation so um you know it's it's i don't think there's any one right answer and i've seen a lot of different takes on twitter i've seen people that are that are taking the day off that are also in alignment with those that are not taking the day off and understanding the reasons why. And I've seen people that are very against anyone that's broadcasting today and seeing it as a sign of like not being um, 
in solidarity. In the, yeah. In solidarity. Um, <clears throat> and I, I think at the end of the day, the people that are frustrated by those that are continuing to stream are, are um, you know, I'm sure from their own perspective have a mindset of, you know, this is against Twitch, not against that individual. And they're just taking their frustrations out on the individual because it's much easier to do that than it is to a corporation that's faceless and has no way to express frustration besides doing something like this. But, um, I just wanted to call out that, you know, in in our own conversation, as we tried to navigate and figure out if we were going to hit go live today, if we were going to postpone the recording, what we were going to do, um, we wanted to take that opportunity to discuss with those that we're closest with to make sure that, you know, we were all in alignment on, on how to proceed, um, you know, in the best way possible. Um, yeah. Do you guys want to, to, Oh, sorry. I was going to say we're, we're, because the thing we're all aligned on to your point is that Twitch um, is abysmal at keeping their platform and their creators safe. They mm-hmm. have got to do. Um, I, I almost don't even, don't even want to say better because they don't do anything yeah. at this point. They don't take active steps to make things like hate raids and targeted harassment and abuse um, hard to do on their platform. It's in fact, incredibly easy to do on their platform. Um, and all of their messaging about the difficulties that, you know, that it, it takes and the steps they're doing long-term, um, you know, I've, I've done a lot of deep diving into, you know, people's opinions about this from, from both sides and people who are experts in like implementing protections like this. And, and everyone's consensus is that there are, there are things Twitch can do immediately in addition to their long-term plans. And it just, it's repeated lack of action in the face of, of very, very aggressive abuse. So. It's uh, it's pretty terrible that we're still having this conversation years after it really started on Twitch. So, right. Twitch do better. And, well, and the the ironic thing is that you know we're we're talking about how Twitch isn't doing any, doing anything. I just opened up uh, Streamlabs OBS because I knew that there were a couple of uh, names I wanted to reference when we talk about this. And the first thing I see is that they have introduced a safe mode like directly into their like dashboard that will will help it's not going to obviously prevent anything but it will help sure know, but it's it's a it's a tool react that, to it when yeah, when it's they, a tool given to creators yeah which is which is anything more than than twitch has done the only tool that i can think of twitch building to to do something for broadcasters is the one tool they made to delete all your vods at the same time for when protecting DMCA's DMCA scare. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. So so all Twitch would would need to do I mean they 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 should try to figure out a way to prevent it obviously, but all they really need to do is give you a button that does all of the things people are already saying you need to do. Clear your chat, put your your chat in like sub only mode. You know, put the chat in fa- in emote only mode as well. You know, you know, turn off alerts. You know, stuff like that. That that's all they need to do is just give you give you a button that basically does everything that all of these other platforms are doing. Just a yep. script of mod commands just, is all that would yeah. need to be, and, yeah. and and they can still do their long term stuff, but that would be an immediate fix, and they they won't as, even do that yeah as well as like they need to like basic like it two factor should be required um 
you should need to verify your email address. I, I don't know if it's still the case, but when this was first unfolding, I was reading reports and I don't know the accuracy to this. So if this is wrong, please correct me, but that you weren't actually having to verify your email before you could be logged into the account, meaning you can create an account on the fly, put a fake email address in and still be able to then go into a chat and chat without having to go and verify your email first. So people were like bots weren't even having to be real email addresses, not to mention that there's no two factor. So like, it's very easy to spam bots. Like I was, I was getting that one, that one bot was continuously following me at the start of every one of my streams that it started with an H. I think. Yeah. The hospital. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, me yeah. Too. One that I got. Yeah. Um, every, every, in my last three streams, it was, it was following me the moment I went live. Okay. Um, now I nothing know. else happened from that, but like, you know, like there, there are other things account wide too, that they could be doing that are, that are not like obscene requirements to make, like require me to two factor or requiring these other things for account creation either, um, which they well, just haven't I, instituted. I think <clears throat> there is a setting or, or at least there's a mod command that, that only allows two factor authenticated users to to chat oh really but i don't think it's i don't think it's a default thing right um, right 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 i'll have to see if i can find i've that. seen it in there i've definitely seen it in there because i turned it on because a bunch of lunatics were coming in my stream all the time that's interesting i didn't need, i didn't know that was a command that's pretty cool i mean it, it should be a default my point being but knowing that it's there is a good thing because that that was not i was not aware of that i can uh, yeah. i can back you up lock on what you've heard about the um the non-verified email thing. Right. Um, I've heard it's it's something that they really, really, really are opposed to changing because Twitch is hyper-focused on user base growth, probably now more than ever. And right. mm -hmm. the less you have to do, the less friction to get right in there and chat is better for them. So that's yeah. something that they are very hesitant to change, even though it would do a lot of good with protecting vulnerable members of the community. Yeah, so there there is uh, there is a... Under the setting, the moderation settings and channel priv privileges, there is a option to enable two-factor authentication for for chatters. Um, Where, but it's not, okay. but it's not on by default. So it's inside of your creator dashboard under settings under mod. It is settings, moderation, channel privileges, and then email verification. Verification. Creator. Yep, I see that. Okay, that's good to know. And for anyone listening that streams, if you don't have that, that would be a good thing to turn on for sure. Hey, uh, trip. Yeah, I'm doing I right now. Um, yeah, I, I had a question. So you remember we had Janie cat on mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago. Uh, Janie cat was talking about, uh, a feature, like a filter feature that helps people to discover, uh, streamers, you know, uh, that they identify yep. with better yeah, the tags. Mm -hmm. Have they correlated that with that feature? That this so, problem with that so feature? this is actually, it's, mm -hmm. this it's is kind of positive. part of it. Yeah. It's because, because the bots it, are essentially using that. It's new easier to feature. find people through Gosh, the tags. Yeah. So part of this, trash, part of the, um, I'm going to use solutions in air quotes, right? Like oh, the solutions yeah. that Twitch has said is like disable tags on your stream, which is completely counterproductive to helping people find others like them when they want to watch broadcast. It's like when a game is broke, they're like, oh, we'll just turn off that part of the game. Right, don't play the game. <laughs> We're not going to fix it. Just yeah. turn it off. Just don't, don't, don't play it. Yeah, and originally... PlayStation, just don't play it. <laughs> yeah, play originally, it. Twitch didn't want to implement those tags because they thought it would make people targets of hate, right? So it's kind of... Is this irony when when something happens that... 
No, or, it's, no, it's, it's the furthest it's, from irony because that's what happens with humanity. Like, it's, I was going to say, it's, right. just, it's just humanity being absolute pieces of shit. Is the irony is, is when you essentially don't what it is. I, irony is mm. when you don't expect it, Neo. This is a mm-hmm. full mm-hmm. fucking expectation. This is, sorry. This is why we can't have nice things. Mm. There's, no. there's a wider conversation, and we can get into this if we want to, because I think, I think we're, we're at the very least flipping the show on its head, because we're, we're deep into our discussion as of right now. So we'll dig in. Mike was obviously part of the conversation. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll do this and we'll flip it on its end yeah. for, the, for the back half. Um, sorry, what were, what were you going to say? Like before I continue that, I, uh, I was just I was just gonna say I, I'm. I mean, obviously this is your show, but something like this, it you know, the conversation just naturally led that way. So mm-hmm. let, let's just keep it going. There's a um, there's a bigger culture problem on Twitch that helps us kind of a thing, uh, kind of perpetuate and then boil over. Um, there are certain chat communities, certain broadcasting communities, generally the really, really, really big ones where people just get lost in chat rooms because there are just so many people there, like 20, 30,000 people watching a streamer that it almost becomes like really shitty internet meme generation, like like 4chan level memes. And we know like, you know, if you call something 4chan level, you're you're talking about really, really purposely like edgy memes and humor, but like memes and humor that really really cross the line especially for our like current day sensibilities like stuff that like you say as like a shithead kid because you know it's going to piss somebody off or be edgy on purpose and that's like that's like the whirlwind of people that end up in like really 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 large chats so when you have this like massive action that comes along like oh let's all like put this racist copy pasta into someone's stream that we think deserves it, whatever that means on the internet, right? You're going to have so many people hopping on just to create that chaos. And that culture definitely breeds in certain pockets on Twitch, which is another part of this issue. Well, and that culture, that culture cultivates everywhere on the internet. It's, Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's not just a Twitch thing, but it's, you know, especially especially this this most recent election cycle has not helped things at all in terms of conversations no it hasn't helped anything yeah yeah Yeah, i think i think like we're we're dealing with a societal problem we're just we're we're talking about it through the lens of a platform that that is not Mm -hmm. is not doing anything to help those that are using the platform it's 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 not very different from from the shit that happens on any social media platform said media platform that does nothing to help its influencers or help its users like we could be we could talk about Facebook and not even just Facebook gaming just like Facebook in general and the misinformation and hate that's spewed and spread throughout you know Facebook i mean we're talking about having to put things on videos that say that this is not like scientific fact for things that are being spewed and shared hundreds of thousands of times right so like you know uh we we definitely have a a larger problem that's been amplified over the past you know 24 months or probably longer than that at this point um it, but 
Twitch, because it's grown, especially over the past year with more people getting into streaming because of, of COVID, more people watching streams because of COVID, just gaming getting more popular as it grows. Uh, that pl- yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. The, <laughs> the migration. The, uh, the migration. The great migration. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's now even bigger than it was before, so therefore more people are using it, and I'm sure you know, an import of those people are, are exactly what trip is talking about. And it's, and I think it's two phases. I think it's, I think it's, uh, young adults that just do it to troll and don't understand the repercussions that it has. And then obviously genuinely bad people as well. You know, um, I, I think, I, would, I mean, I'm, I, I assume positive intent with human beings, even though I am pretty much a misanthrope. <laughs> uh, but I would think, I would guess that the percentage of it just being young adults who feel they're consequence free, or what we're looking at here. Like it's Maybe. just idiotic Maybe. people who are young. I mean, yeah, I mean, mean, I was never that kind of young person though. That's what's crazy. I was never, sure. inte- I hated being. Yeah, but I know, mean. no, but, but growing up, I know people that I would, I would pick now, like, oh, if, if, if we were in like, you know, fourth, fifth grade and Twitch was like a thing, like you, like I know this person, this person, this person mm, would have been doing sure. idiot raids. Like, you, you know, yeah. What kids would have been doing that shit? Absolutely, I do. I got them in my head, man, and I hated them yeah. then, and I still am not really good friends with them. Um, <laughs> yeah, the an- yeah, but, anonymity but, like, does a whole lot to increase yeah. someone's courage to do that and, thing. Yes, and that's why I say not just young adults, Felix, because I think when you when you put the when you put the internet in front of somebody, somebody that may not act that way, IRL, or doesn't express those viewpoints, IRL is going to do that over the internet if a platform allows them to, right? And yeah. mm-hmm. and unfortunately, Twitch has consistently allowed things to happen um, because of, you know, mismanagement, you know, and, and uh, numerous other reasons, right? Like, if you just look at social media, people do it with their pictures, like with me being able to find out who they are and people like with like, ID badges on them for their jobs. They're getting fired publicly because they're posting their viewpoints on social media. You put Twitch and put a random handle in front of it. And you don't think they're going to be the worst versions of themselves. Um, like it's just silly to think that that doesn't exist. Yeah, it's right it's, now, it's you know? true. We've met old people and babies who are also assholes. So I'm, I, my statement was stupid. I babies are definitely but I mean, assholes. But you're, but you're right. There is, I agree. There's definitely a portion of this. That's just a bunch of, trolls on the internet that are doing this because they get some sick twisted enjoyment out of it right mm-hmm. so um we we yeah. also know though that that at its core gaming has been a a, a male a white male focused activity mm-hmm. right and over time that's grown to like you know feelings of like get out of my space by people that are like hardcore gamers for years and years and years, you know, this, like you can see this like same energy happen whenever there's a conversation about, you know, women on Twitch, that means whatever they choose to do with their bodies. Right. And then, then some like reply guy comes in there and has a problem with it. Mm -hmm. And it's Mm -hmm. the same, it's coming from the same place. It's this, you're changing my gaming. I don't like what you're doing to my hobby. Twitch is our space. It's, there's all this like latent pent up like aggression at the fact that other people are choosing to game and then just by the nature of having more 
uh, more diverse people included in your space, it's changing things. And the things that it's changing are for the better, but people don't like change and very toxic communities certainly don't like change because then you have to change your jokes, right your now, humor, um, the things that you consume, all that kind of stuff. Trip, I was going to bring it up on the, on the show because I watched the trailer and I enjoyed it. Um, it's happening right now with the saints row trailer, like the, mm-hmm. the new reboot of the game. It's going to have yeah. like a more, more diverse cast. And, and people, people are, are upset about that. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's so it's, yeah, that reminds me of when people go like, keep politics out of my games. They're not, they're not talking about politics because politics have been in games for a very long time. Metal gear solid is a very political game, but no one complains about metal gear solid. What they're complaining about is when, a, when a woman is the main character or some, some just like real random, bullshit like that that's what they're that's what they're referring to as politics in my games which is just a ridiculous thing to even and to to conjure right and i'm not saying i don't want to make the uh the assumption sound like i'm saying that every single uh person who is white and male and is even the least bit upset about the direction twitch is taking for whatever reason is to blame for this i'm not saying that at all but there's definitely like a shared cultural seed of this is where I belong. This is where all of us belong. You don't belong here. And we are going to make that extremely clear to you through these actions. Yeah. That's the shared like seed behind the activity. Right. I think um, I'll just going to share like a life experience thing for me. Like in, in no way was I, was I uh, uh, a troll, but like, I think a a lot of the problem and we talk about, you talked about change trip and you talked about like just growth. Like I think a lot of this and a lot of the problems that we see is just like the inability for somebody to seek and understand opposing viewpoints and trying to, I guess, just get out of the bubble that they've grown up in. Like, I just think about the huge amount of personal growth I had when I left my hometown and went to college, you know, and just being able to meet different types of people, meet, um, people that were not like me and what that did for just me as a person. And I just think, I think about like, who would I be if I just stayed in my hometown? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? That's just like super white you know, super conservative. Right. And I'm not, you know, and I'm not necessarily like a a super liberal, but like, you know, not to get super political, but like, you know, what, what, how would I view the world if everyone's viewpoints were the same around me? Right. Mm -hmm. And everyone looked like me around me. And I think that's also part of the problem that like, you know, not enough people get to, or want to seek other understandings of opinions and just immediately put up this wall to then that just then produces hate. Yeah. Right. That, that is usually um, why you find more cities rather than like, or like rural areas become more left leaning because they're usually surrounded by more diverse melting people. pot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you think, you think about our state, like Pennsylvania, right? Like, you know, the Philadelphia area is liberal. You go, mm-hmm. you go West or you go North Right. And it's red. It's you go like a mile instantly, red, right? instantly. It's, 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 you know, like California is one of the only blue full states. Right? I, I mean, like, you, um, so you look at, you, know. you look at the map of Illinois and it is probably about 90% red. And then there's Chicago. 
<laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> which is the same. Which is the same for a lot of states in in the south. Is that where you are, Mike? Midwest, right? Yeah, I'm in uh, northern Illinois. Okay. Um, you Chicago. Yeah, we're like Mike. You left out your exact like address. Hour. I'm gonna need you to update yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to get his. I'm not trying to dox him. You know, I, I don't want to. We're know in we're in that. Rockford, Illinois, which is okay. about an hour and a half west of Chicago. Yeah, you and I talked about it when we were playing in the league. Rock yeah. for Pete from yep, uh, Rock for a, league, a league of their own, a league of their own. Yep. Yeah. And I just like, you know, I, I think, um, and there's a lot of reasons for that. I'm not saying that like you need to leave your, your hometown or where you grew up to like grow as a person, but I think like you're less likely to seek and understand. Um, and it's very easy to slip into this mindset that like you maybe don't even believe truly believe, but like it's what no, you're it's, around. It's, you know what I mean? So it's yeah, just you're like, the, you're, the, you're, yeah. you're, you're just a product of your environment, right? Which it's doesn't comfort. make it okay. No defense here for that. But, right. um, I think that it's, is also why we're, we're, we're now, those voices are now being amplified by the platforms that exist today. Right. right? Um, it's easier than ever to come together on the internet and find people that believe what you believe mm-hmm. for good or for bad. Mm-hmm. Not saying what you believe is good or bad personally, but you can find people for whatever yeah. end according to what you believe. And I mean, you're making all the, all the correct points. You know, if you're not forced or challenged to see things differently, um, why would you ever see anything differently? And right. it's, it's not even like a, like from a deep seated place of evil. It's just like, this is all that the, some people know just mm-hmm. from the ground up. This, that's it. That's just, that's how life is. So they can't wrap their head around why people want to make it different for them. And if you're in like somewhere well, like a city where the population density is, is just so much higher and you have so many different walks of life, you can't avoid it. You literally cannot avoid it. Right. Where do you use their uh, trip? Uh, I liken to my own experience is challenge. There's mm-hmm. nobody in your life to challenge your viewpoint and your perspective at all. And that was true of myself where I grew up in a rural part of Maryland. There was literally nobody there to challenge any of me or my friends' perspectives whatsoever. And now it's like years later and I moved out of that area and I moved into an area where I was challenged. And and it came down to the point where I was challenged and like told like, this is where you're wrong, you know, in an academic, in a social setting with my friends. Right. And I started to learn. I was also challenged by an ex-girlfriend who who was incredibly liberal and she started giving, opening my eyes to a lot of, of racism that I had in my own experience, like institutionalized into me, you know, over the course of, of time. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I got out of that perspective, I was able to see other things, uh, see other people and see them for who they are. Uh, and, but I had to be challenged. I had to be challenged. And, and a lot of my friends growing up I was... back there in Maryland, they were never challenged. I was going to say I still in their vein. They're still thinking the way they were thinking. I was going to say what I was going to call out. What I was going to call out really quickly is I I was going to give you praise because I read your Facebook posts often for your Felix, for Felix Hergood. And I see you debate people that you grew up with. (laughs) And it's literally always you against like three or four people that you probably (laughs) grew up with that always have the same viewpoint and and i and i appreciate that you don't dismiss the viewpoint that you're helping no. you're trying to help seek seek them to understand right yeah um but like yeah it's 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 very clear to me when i i rarely go on facebook but like right. 
I, I see, I have seen it often and, and you have a good level headedness to try and engage them in conversation where like, I've thought about, like, I've literally wrote a wall of text on some of your points and then was like, <laughs> no, this is going to turn into it's a not, shit post. Yeah. If, if I post yeah. this, this is not, not worth it. Delete. This is not going to be good. It's not worth um, it for me to post it anymore because uh, right, all of those sure. friends jump on my posts like immediately to try and correct me. But most of the time they don't read a thing I wrote. Right, and they right, literally right. just want to respond to to, to the general census of the subject, right? right yeah. with their well, with their and, own, yeah. And ge- generally, I'll just generalize it. Pe- people like that don't even like to provide, like they don't they don't try to provide sources to back up their argument. They just think oh, that oh, they're oh, right. Oh no, Mike, they do, but in most cases, those sources are tailor made for their viewpoint, right, and that's right. the problem. Yeah. I always question numerous friends when they start posting things and I keep finding like very specific, like non trustworthy sources that Babylon B back up. yeah, whatever it is, <laughs> I'm not going to name any specifics, but like, and I see, keep in mind, I see this, I've lost, fr- I've challenged both Republican friends and Democrat fr- friends and I've lost both <laughs> because the sources are weird and completely biased. And I'm like, your sources are, are not like, not doing any justice or service here. No. You know, like, well, it's, it's, I mean, that's, it's also a, like a media bias problem and I'm not going down the road of like media. Yeah, it's not, not, it's, not that, it's absolutely not, but like yeah. people tailor messages for their purpose. Like, I think I shared with, uh, with, I know I was talking to Locke. I forget if, uh, if Neo or, or Felix are in this conversation, but I was seeing this, um, anti, um, ventilation, like dialogue go around where that's like, don't intubate people in the hospital because it's killing them. Like people that go into the hospital for like severe COVID cases are dying because the doctors are killing them with intubation. And it's like, what the fuck? That doesn't make any sense at all. They're quoting a peer researched and reviewed paper. So if you don't dig below the surface, that all looks like you're on a, on an actual like website where you source these documents, everything is legit as fuck. And it's like, look, 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 look mortality in intubated patients and it's like it seems like such a home run for the for the conspiracy core right but if you if you read the medical document which nobody fucking will except for me <laughs> or people who are like obsessed with proving someone wrong um you will see that the uh, the mortality rates are tied to the severity of the covid case meaning innovation makes zero difference if they're going to die they're going to die but because you look at stats in a certain way, you could make the connection that these people were intubated and they died. And that's how they're running with the data. Bef- yeah. Before, before we bring it back to Twitch, the one thing that I want to say <laughs> to, uh, to that point that you just made trip and it's, and it's the, the, the most recent one that I saw, which is posts going around, uh, about it, the headline is, is that N- N95 masks are not, um, what's the language? Um, are not, not are not, are not, um, yeah, that they're essentially not affected, that one. right? But when you read the review, which is a study by a legitimate, by a legitimate agency is the, like, you have to read five sentences. And once you get five <laughs> sentences in, it's <laughs> right. that the N95s are not as, are not going to be any more effective than a surgical style mask. Not that they're not effective at like stopping the spread of COVID that a surgical mask is as is almost as effective as an N95 for COVID specifically. 
mm-hmm. but nobody reads a paragraph. No, the headline they, they skew the headline to to fit their narrative, as you just mentioned, as we've talked about, right? You can you um, can make an absolute so, fact to say that, like you know, the COVID nineteen virus, or sorry, the uh, the whatever. I'm not going to go into it's boring. The virus will slip through the threads of a mask, right? Like that's an absolute scientific fact. No one ever follows that up with, yeah, but they're riding on giant ass droplets of water out of your mouth. Like you're sure. not just sending out a pure one little virus, just going wee and just zen- zooming it <laughs> out into fucking space. Right, like fucking Osmosis Jones, dude. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Bring it back to Osmosis Jones. <laughs> and just no, the, the whole, context is taken out. The whole mask narrative argument was all like, I don't want to wear a mask. Like I, I, you know, all that stuff. And it's like, Oh, the, see that person was wearing a mask and, and they got COVID Mm -hmm. and people don't understand that wearing the mask. Yes. It it gives you some protection, but it's mostly to protect other people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it just comes back to cherry picking data to serve a a narrative that that happens across all these communities, including the ones that are happening on Twitch. So uh, so Something before we say, I, I yeah. want to take the topic back to Twitch and everything. So I'm not oh, going to say do. it here, but mm-hmm. uh, I want to tell you guys something after the show. So. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So to, before we shift gears away from it, I think, um, we know that Twitch needs to do better. I think, um, it's, it's such a large conversation that I think there are, more things that can be done as a collective to, you know, force change. I think if you want to support a, um, a content creator, you should donate to them. You shouldn't sub to them. If you are a content creator, you should maybe think about changing platforms. If you have the ability to do so, it doesn't mean that YouTube gaming is any better or Facebook gaming is any better, but you know, maybe think about changing your platform. I think the way that we support our content creators and we support our communities are super important. Um, and I think, you know, if, if we want to continue to have change, it's, it's, it's a constant struggle that will never be solved by one thing. Um, I think we have the collective ability to change things because, you know, we've seen that throughout history. Um, but I think there needs to be constant and consistent or consistent action that's taken to be able to, to make that change happen. Um, the accountability that Twitch needs to provide. Um, if, if they don't read Twitter and see, and read the room now, I don't think they're going to read the room ever. Right. I, I have not seen a single post over the course of the past two weeks that has not been like, megaphone talking to Twitch about their lack of action, right? Um, with huge like platforms that are that are, you know, 100 times the size of ours having having this this take and talking directly and adding Twitch on Twitter. If they haven't read the room, they're not going to. So then it's up to us on how we support our our friends, family, our, our communities, our, our friends that are in groups, um, that are marginalized. Um, and I think that's how we need to coordinate and affect change personally. 
Uh, Neo and Trip, you both have your hands up. Uh, yeah, I mean, part of, part of the problem with that I see with this day uh, day off Twitch is that people who sub to channels, if those subs are not canceled, Twitch is still making money off of that. that. So just because you're not streaming for that day, those subs are still active, right? That is, that oh. is another, another problem. The amount of the, the dip that major streamers have decided not to take off of, um, you know, they, they're not taking the day off off of Twitch. That is another, there's no solidarity with them either, right? It's hard to coordinate that. Um, sorry, Mike, did you have something to say with, with one of my points? Well, I, I was just going to say, even if someone went in today and canceled their canceled their sub, it's still active. Money's already there, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. money's already been there. So the only thing Twitch is really losing out is a day of from viewership this, from this, a pin from this drop revenue day yeah. is revenue. new subs and bits that's the only thing they're and maybe ad revenue like that's really the only thing that they're losing mm-hmm. we're gonna say and um, yeah i mean the, the focus on this is is on twitch but it's not where it needs to be like Twitch needs to be responding to this and they're not. So the constant attention is great and the conversations around it are great, but like the taking the day off the, of the site for their specific targeted purpose, like we said earlier, it's not going to do anything. The conversations like this, I think are important because people need to know to hold their friends accountable too, you know, and it's people like us. It's, it's five white guys on a show talking about the experience of marginalized creators. It's not, not the best look right in general mm. but where we can take that into positive space is just like committing to calling our friends out when they do some dumb shit stuff we know we talked about a lot of different overlapping communities that spill into this right like this is targeted racism but there's also like a lot of sexism built in mm-hmm. right a lot of like uh very male dominated spaces. And if we can just make that space better and safer, that's going to go so much better to change in this culture. But Twitch still needs to do the very bare minimum and give us tools to stop these. Like it's hate raids now, but if that gets solved, there will be something else. Mm-hmm. They need better tools to interact with this stuff at, at the source when it comes into your chat. That's just the bottom line. Agreed. Mm-hmm. All right, so on to a more positive side of things. Video games. Our, we, <laughs> video games. We have our guests. So let's let me just lay this out here. Um, Mike, thanks for being on the show. You invited me to be on the Lunar Castaways, which is your podcast. Mm-hmm. And we did that on Sunday. That was a great time. And this was the uh, the cross promotion, the reciprocal visit onto the show. Completely uh, not tied to anything happening on Twitch. It was just a. Uh, a happy accident having a very very deep conversation when you're on but thank you for being here yeah you're welcome yeah and i uh so so the, the backstory behind it was i was uh i was giving trip a compliment on the daily reset which uh has been has been missing a little action. bit of a hiatus for the past month or so there's been a lot of, of hiatus, a, but, a lot of life stuff going on but hopefully that's but, uh, gonna ease out a little bit with some changes I, I was giving him some compliments on that and then i just thought hey why not throw it out there? You know, love to have you on our show. You know, I I think at the time the, the destiny event hadn't been announced, but then as it got announced, I was like, that seems like the perfect opportunity to have, I, to have yeah, Trip on I, I our remember. show 
because we don't know the three of us, me, Iron, and Penguin. Uh, we don't. We we've been Penguin. I don't think has ever played Destiny. Me and Iron played it during year one of Destiny Two, but we haven't gone back to it since. Mm-hmm. So we we thought you know it'd be a good idea to have um you know to have him you know trip come on talk about destiny we also talked about some of the gamescom stuff um you know, I do have and a question then, you know you. the element of cross promotion yes sir did this have anything to do with the night before you sent that dm where on my stream i was playing zelda and i believe andy came in with some kind of destiny news or talking point and then we spent the next hour with Link pacing around the dungeon, not getting anything done in Skyward Sword, just talking oh, I was about in that stream. the state of <laughs> Destiny 2 right now. I don't Before think so, because I, don't, I don't remember that. You were definitely in the chat, I remember. Okay. I was wondering, yeah, if because I, I think it was the next day or the day after, and you were like, do you want to come on and talk about the Destiny stuff? And I was like, the stuff? Does he mean just like... <laughs> he wants, he wants you to rant for an hour. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, no, no. By this point, they're going to have like the witch queen reveal and everything. And I can, okay, it's probably about that. But I was like, it's just fun. Yeah. It's no, I, I don't, I don't, that, I don't even remember that conversation. So I'm going to say no. All right. That's good. That, that was not related. <laughs> Felix are good. Oh, no. I was just going to ask Mike. So was your, um, I guess I guess I'm trying to figure out. So you're a podcast. You you, you do the, the three of you guys on the podcast. You have your own interests. You have the old game. Why did you feel like you needed to bring yourself into the the Destiny discussion if none of you guys play Destiny? Like, or well, did you, do you do you think you have like a portion of your fan base who play it a lot and would like to hear that discussion? Or well, I definitely know that the you know there there's obviously crossover between our two communities um you know people like wiggles and andy and you know neo pops into the the podcast sometimes when when we're streaming it um but it it was mainly it it wasn't that i asked trip specifically to come on for destiny like we we had thrown the idea about about this cross promotion You, you wanted to have him on, but then you were like, what topic should we talk about? Oh, well, he, he loves. Destiny. Right. It, it, uh, it was more like when I actually came up with, hey, do you want to come on this date? Because, you know, the Destiny stuff was on there. I, I figured it. It would be because normally the way we run our show is we we talk about some of the the news stories that happened and we generally end up digressing into some other conversation and stuff like that. But I figured, uh, you know, for that week, there were two big things. There were the destiny event and then there was the opening night live gamescom event. So I figured, yeah, we could have just skipped over the destiny stuff. Um, but then we would just be talking about the Gamescom, you know, one night only thing. And, you know, some people maybe might want to hear about Destiny. So, um, plus, you know, secretly, you know, I knew that because one of the things we 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 were asking Trip about was, um, you know, how easy it would be to get someone into a raid that is essentially a free to play player. Um, because last year, I think it was. Iron had an extra life goal that got met where he had to do a destiny raid. 
I was going to bring him through. I remember that. So we we got Iron. You know, part of talk. You know, talking about all of the Destiny stuff. Was, Get grinding was Iron. To kind of prepare Iron. Um, which we got him to commit this this year's extra life. Iron has committed to doing a destiny raid. Um, Penguin and I committed to joining him, so the three of us are going to be in there. Um, you know, we'll. I, I told Trip, you know, it, it would be great if we could have three of the emergent gamers' most patient people mm-hmm. to to join us. And and here's here's. My thought, my thought is that everyone who's done the raid shuts the fuck up and lets oh, yeah. the people who have never seen it guide the learning. Like they would just tell us like, okay, I think you should stand here and shoot that thing. I love that. And we just stay silent and let them blind raid it, which no one gets that experience. So it's kind of know, a cool we're, thing. We're definitely making iron lead this raid. Yes. That's perfect. 100%. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I even had the idea since we're going to be doing it on his extra life stream that, that we, we make some kind of incentive that every, every donation, he gets another little hint of what to do. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Okay. But okay. We'll, we'll see how that all sorts out, but yeah, so that, that essentially got, uh, Got me to buy the legendary edition of Destiny, so I have all of content now that I can play. You did through. you hopped in? I wasn't expecting uh, that at all. I, I, yeah, I watched I'm, you play it, man. I've hopped in. I've hopped in hard. I'm three hours into that four-hour video that someone. That oh, the, yeah, posted. the new player's guide. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I I went through the opening season mission. It took me an hour to get through it because I was fifty power under leveled. Yeah, that's that's a commitment but, that. Uh, but I got through. I think it. any of us even have to play something that under leveled. So that's already pretty impressive. Yeah. Are you enjoying it, or do you like? You don't have yeah. to. You don't have to like say you like it because of us. But what's your what as a new player in twenty twenty one? What's your experience with starting fresh? Um. There, there is a whole lot of things that have changed. Um, the number, I mean, the biggest change, obviously, is the seasonal content. Um, other than that, which I, I, I just realized just changed with the new season based off of the, the, that new beginners video, is that the primary ammo is unlimited now, which is That's, yeah, literally as of a week ago. That was new to me. I, when I popped back in last week, I was like, Oh, okay. I don't need to worry about that ammo anymore. Uh, my vault is about 80% more empty now because I just went through, I think, I think I took an hour and a half and just started just trashing all of the year one gear that yeah. I had in my vault. All old. Because Sounds great. That's how that's how long it's been. Locke's struggling with the full bank. He's he's struggling. It's bad, man. It's what, what's good. your number at right now? Hoarder, hoarders. I literally am pulling it up now because I knew this was going to come up. Mm-hmm. I'm at four four hundred and ninety seven out of five hundred. We, we compare all the time. I'm down to four eighty two, dude. And I've got some. <laughs> so uh, some guns, I'm at four 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 four. So I'm at four ninety seven out of five hundred with uh, one free slot on every character. Like one free oh, you're, yeah. square. Block. So like I'm so I'm in every one of your gear slots, I, you're already holding eight of the things you could you can hold in uh, addition I, to your gun. Yeah. 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 I have I have a lot of work to do and I have <laughs> no energy or time to want to do it. And at this point I have no choice. So yeah, it's bad. 
It's not good yeah. over here. <laughs> it was down. I, I was at like 250, I think. And I am down to. Well, the app doesn't show me. I think I'm down to like one or two pages. Mm, nice. Good place to be. So, yeah, that's great. I've already, and I, I've gotten up to 1120 as my power level right now. Awesome. Getting up there. Um, I'm climbing, baby. You are climbing. Mike, I got some questions for you. We're going to take it off the Destiny topic. Um, Tell me about the the beginning of your show. Like, how did the Lunar Castaways come about? Oh, geez. Um, So so the server as a whole came about (laughs) as as a result of... We we are essentially a splinter group of the Kind of Funny Discord. Okay. Um, the, the, The server as a whole um was iron had created it so that we had an extra voice chat for like a a community game night and then it just kind of things kind of eventually snowballed they you know him and some other people uh decided that they wanted to just start another you know go somewhere else to essentially vent about the the kind of funny discord so that's that's essentially how that server started splintering Um, out of the group to complain about the group it's a great (laughs) and 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 the complaining about the other group uh has continued since uh it continues to this day um they they love their kfd drama yeah iron says uh that it it was also they were going to try to overthrow kfd at some point um but yeah, so then it it just and I think at the time Iron had the the Discord was named something moon related and they figured they were they were castaways from the kind of funny Discord, so it just became Lunar Castaways. Um nice. So there was an initial iteration of the <laughs> podcast that Iron it was Iron Jacket and I believe Andy and maybe Deimos. Um there were there were probably some other people in there that I'm forgetting, but they were kind of like the the original uh, group of people. Uh, then you know scheduling stuff came up. They they took a little hiatus, and then when we decided to resurrect it, it was me, Iron, and Penguin. And for a while, at least until about a month ago, Iron was still calling us the new class. Um, but that's kind of, that's kind of how we, we started. Um, so we're about, we're, I think we just had episode 116. Um, and obviously there've been a couple of weeks in there we've skipped, but, um, yeah, we've just been very cool. Just been getting together, talking about video games, sometimes getting on, you know, 45 minute tangents about things that are completely unrelated to the topic that we're talking about, but I have seen those live yeah. on the show. Yeah. I do like to have your oh, show we're, on Sunday. We're familiar like making food doing whatever, hanging out. Yep. Lunar league gaming. Lunar yeah, league so, gaming. Yeah. That, that is iron's baby. He has always wanted to do that. Um, and, uh, great. 
I, I was very excited to be included in that. So I really appreciate you guys for that. Well, that was my next well, question. I want to hear about the uh, experience that Felix had over there with you guys. Yeah, because all they heard was my perspective. So give them the real shit. Give them the real dirt. <laughs> well, uh, First, can... Let's set this up. Let's set this up for listeners who may not know the story of Felix's baseball adventures with you all over there. Yeah. So, so setting it up, uh, I, Iron has always wanted to get an MLB league together, but there has have, have only been a handful of people in our server that that play MLB. Or that um, actually had it on PlayStation. Or that actually, yeah. yeah, or that actually played it when it was exclusive to PlayStation. Prior to 2021, um, a lot of people out there might not know that, that it was an exclusive PlayStation game and still is developed exclusively by Sony. Or Correct. distributed by Sony. I mean, so so this year he he got his wish because uh, MLB basically told Sony, uh, "You're going to put this on on you know all of the platforms." Well, at least on Xbox. Um, and then the the fact that it came out on Game Pass uh, is what actually brought me into it because I figure. You know, I don't have to pay for a baseball game that I'm never going to play outside of this league. So I would give it a shot. Um, as far as Felix's experience, I can only speak for myself. Uh, we had, I, I believe we had at least one competitive game. Where, you and I? Did we? Yeah. I don't remember. I, think. I don't, I don't, it's been so long. Because I, I, I felt essentially. Every- I felt like every game was competitive, except for one I played with uh, Chef. One, I dominated Chef. In yeah, I was going to ask a question, Mike. When you say one competitive game, does that mean that you steamrolled Felix the other way around? Or what's the, what's the qualifier there? Uh, I think the qualifier is I got lucky. Mm. Did, you, did you beat me? I don't even remember. Do you remember I beating me? I don't remember if I beat you or not, but I, I, if, I, if I didn't, it was like... It was like really close. Now, out of everyone, so so, just to to kind of give you the the overall rankings, um, DLI I think won. That's that's what I heard from from our our server. Uh, Mister Penguin was was second, and then I think it was. Iron and then Felix. I know. So the the last four was Iron, Penguin, Steel, and Felix. Yeah, and I lost. I, I lost. Um, I lost a Penguin. And I think it was by. I think I got swept. I think. Yeah, I think. I think he swept he you. Me, but he, he beat me in every every game. But I think overall, Felix definitely had one of the better records out of the league. I was second to last. Okay. So, so, or maybe dead last. I don't even remember. Um, I got, I, want, I got, I got mercy ruled twice. Did you, um, um, yeah, mercy rule exists. I was actually the first person to get mercy ruled in the whole league. Mer- like, mercy want- rule was, was you get 10, um, 10 runs on somebody. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like they're not, up by not, 10 and you can't respond to it. Not first to 10. So it's not like you hit 10 and then it immediately mercies, but you have to be 10 runs ahead when you score your 10th run. So, yeah. Mike, I, I want to uh, point something out really quickly. Um, mm-hmm. 
it's kind of a moot point because the league's already done. But Felix Hergood does not play competitive games because he doesn't like to lose. So the sheer fact that he said, yeah, let's do this, was a little <laughs> bit of a hint that this man was going to come in and just smack these balls out of the stadiums. He was also his, his quite record modest. reflects that. Oh, oh, I am aware how modest he was. I listened to the shows. Yeah, he was very modest. He was <laughs> he was subtly bragging and excited to no, to, to weakly share in, his in success. some he way. He, he felt cool. he felt ashamed. Like, he felt ashamed that he was winning so much. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He, did. <laughs> he was like, oh, I just, you know. He was very <laughs> sure he wasn't coming across as a dickhead describing all of his victories. In the right. no, he, 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 he was a he was a very polite person while he <laughs> while he steamrolled through everyone. <laughs> That's a real modest. Him. I was a real modest Caesar. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so the, the only downfall of the league, which Felix can attest to it. Well, well I don't know if he can really attest to it because I know he got pretty much all of his games in uh, was that. There was no structure to it. It was just kind of like everybody needs to get three games in against each other. Have at it. Um, Which which was the ultimate downfall, because I think Iron had to uh, simulate probably about half of most people's games. Just because that that was at the end and and including one guy completely dropped down the middle and we had to turn him into the computer. So he ended up being. Did you beat? Mm. This is a really good turn him into the computer. That sounds you beat the computer. I played. I played the CPU twice. Lost both times. Oh bummer. <laughs> but I think. But but I think what Iron did was anybody who still had games against the CPU just automatically won those games. Okay. Um, so, but we're gonna we're gonna do the the league again at some point. I don't remember when Iron said he wanted to start it up again. And we're going to actually put together a schedule. So, like, I'm playing Felix this week. The next week, I'm playing someone else. So on and so forth. Um, And then it'll just be if you if that person can't, you know, if you can't get the, the game scheduled and like I made the attempt to get it scheduled, then I think I should win by forfeit. But I'm also fine if those games just get simulated. So. That's that's also that's I think what they do on like like to a degree on like the real on the intramural level of like any kind of sport. It's like if one team shows up and the other one literally doesn't show up at the field, they're yeah, like win by that's forfeit. An automatic forfeit. You know, like. Right. You lose. You got to be there. You got to. You got to schedule yourself out to be at the game. You know, like right. Yeah, I agree with you that the, the structure needed to be there because, like, you know, like no one was motivated to actually play games. I, I was pushing. I pushed people. I would like individually DM people and be like, "When are we doing this? When are we doing this?" You know. Well, and like I the, think you kind of have to at a certain the first point. Week or two, like I, I know at least the first week I got because I was also playing my games on stream for when I could get people to come. Like I, I know I got at least seven, seven or eight games in that first week, but then it just like, it just started falling off at that point. Um, the, the one thing I will say, the nice thing about, about MLB being on game pass 
was this was at the time where they started the the iOS beta for the cloud streaming. So one of the games I played, uh, actually all of the games I think I played against Felix, I was literally playing the game on my iPad using a uh, PlayStation DualShock 4 controller, but I was playing the Xbox version of the game. That's so crazy. Okay. But, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. That doesn't I make mean, no sense. Even he said that to me ago. while yeah. we were playing, and he's like, oh, yeah. I'm playing on my iPad right now. I'm like, what? On Xbox Game Pass. I was playing an Xbox game on my iPad with a PlayStation controller. Made by Sony. A Sony-published yeah, game yeah. on Xbox Cloud with an iPad. It's so weird when you turn that game on and the first thing you see is Sony Computer Entertainment on your Xbox. Yeah, You're like, what? That's so weird. Well, yeah. I'm just... Uh, I don't remember if Minecraft has the Xbox Game Studios logo in front of it. On the PlayStation right. version? Yeah, the PlayStation. Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, but yeah, it was fun. I I I will say I had fun with the people that I played with. Uh, but I I I did at points get very frustrated with the game, just mm. because as as it being the first time I ever played a baseball video game a simulation baseball video game, I should say. Uh, it, it it made some weird choices, in my opinion, about how it handled, like, picking which fielder was you were controlling and stuff like that, or it not throwing the ball when you press the button to, to throw it to the yeah. end. Yeah, when I start to or, think about all the things that have to be simulated in, like, a, a sport game, let alone baseball, it just it blows my mind. Like, the last time that I actually played a baseball game uh, in a video game space was Ken Griffey Jr. Slugfest on the Nintendo 64. <laughs> the actual last time. Dude, I haven't played a baseball game since then either. I'm still, yes. like, I'm currently playing because um, the thing that I want to do for next season, the thing the thing that beat me, and I mentioned this uh, to Iron and, and, and I mentioned to the guys on the podcast before, the thing that really got me and the reason why I lost, I was swept by Penguin was... Um, how skillfully he used guest pitch, mm-hmm. which is something I, I never used in any of the seasons I played and that I noticed some of the players in the league used on a regular basis. He used it skillfully. He did a really good job at it. Yep. But the problem is, is when you guess the pitch, you have a higher percentage chance of hitting it. So he right. was hitting so many balls into the field. Like the final game he beat me, he had like um, he had like I don't know eighteen or nineteen hits in the game. They they, uh, they had like four they tried, hits. They tried to teach me that, but I had to tell them like, guys, honestly, I just need to concentrate on trying to actually hit the damn ball first <laughs> right, right. But before before I can. Because Felix can, you know, I'm sure he doesn't remember this, but I probably I doubt hit, it. I probably hit maybe 10% of the pitches that were thrown at me. Yeah, that could be the yeah. rest was just swing in an air essentially. And you were, you were, uh, you were the batting you were using was zone or were you using, I was, or were you using, I was just using the buttons, but hmm. did you have to hit? Or, the thumb? I think it was, I think, it, no, I just, I, analog. I could, I could hold. Yeah. I think I was using analog. It, it was like, I or could hold analog? it. I was, or no, wait, what was I? 
analog is where you hit the thumbstick, and then and then zone is where you hit like the X button will be your normal swing, and then that's the, what I was using. Okay. And then so I, you, and then you can use the the other stick to like pull it in a certain direction or something. I, I, the people online who are amazing cool. players at this game, the YouTubers and such, they recommend you use zone because zone allows you to use a essentially like a I don't know what they call it, the, a wedge thing that's in the center that you move around to essentially aim your your bat. Oh no, that's that's not what I was doing. I think I was just using straight up directional. Yeah, I think maybe it might be what it was called. Like, uh, yeah. like anything. I just I sounds like what you lost. If I had to think about it, I turned all the controls to like baby ass baby mode, and <laughs> because I had never played, and that's right. probably that could be what bit me in the ass, but it could also just be that I suck at baseball games. So uh, yeah. I, th- I I think I wasn't good when I started playing it, and I think you just get better each time you play. I think you should yeah. definitely play the league again. Um, and I could give you some tips when we go in, you know, just to let you know better ways to get play. the coaching and then have like the rivalry, like the student versus the master oh, matchup, you no, know, see what I do is I give Felix my Xbox account and then, and then I get in the discord and I have him play the game. Oh, that's, shit. That's how we okay. Do that's okay. Yeah. Big brain. All right. Good thing we're not broadcasting this on the internet. It's a good plan. Nope. Nope. No, no <laughs> one will ever hear this. Mm-hmm. No one. Not yeah. a soul. <laughs> um, Mike, are you looking forward to any games this year? Games well, this 2020, year. Early 2022, we can, okay. we can extend it to. Because so, I was about to say this year is getting pretty thin <laughs> with the delays yeah. and yeah. such. February uh, next year, though, looking pretty, pretty tight. February so, does look toit. Toit. Uh, Battlefield 2042. Yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely going to be hopping into that. Um, try, trying to avoid all the sweaty gamers, but I'm sure we'll run into them. Uh, Always. Makes you better. Uh, um, There's a lot of us who want to play that game, so that, that should be fun. I'll be, That's going to be cross-platform cross or no? Cross-play, cross-progression, I think. Yes. That's awesome. We'll, we'll all be playing together. So... Um, definitely going to jump on that one. I'm having some debates on whether to jump onto black back for blood or not. Mm. Um, mainly, oh, yeah. mainly yeah, right. my main concern with that is just time. Uh, you know, if I'm playing, uh, destiny to try to get raid ready and then I think battlefield and back for blood come out within like a week or two of each other. So Mike, we're playing Mike, we're playing Avengers together. You can't forget this. You can't forget this. And me and Neil are going (laughs) to at some point play Avengers together. Felix, (laughs) while you were away, I got the Avengers game and decided I'm playing Avengers now. (laughs) I'm still not going to play. No, I know. I I, I sherpaed Neo in the ways of Avengers. Uh, while he was going through the beginning part of the campaign, just patiently waiting for him to get to the mission where we could actually team up, and he never got there. And I'm there. Oh. I'm, I'm there and now. Then, and then, so we can do it. Breaker, and then his breaker blew, and he disappeared on me. <laughs> it's looking, uh, it's all that crypto money. Whole, whole night is yeah. ruined. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, I'll accept it. So accept that. The, 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 my my only concern uh, with Back for Blood is you really need a full group of four to play that game. 
and trying to get people together to play multiplayer games lately, um, at least in our server. It's tricky. Uh, can can be a little tricky sometimes. It can be tough. You have to have people like not only at the same progression level, but they've right. got to be available. Same schedule. Time, you want to be available. That's yeah. It's tough as people grow up and get lives and shit. Don't yep. need to be at the same progression level in Fallout. <clears throat> Anyone can just join. Oh, we almost went a whole episode. We almost <laughs> went a whole episode. <laughs> We're close. That's, that was that's smooth, like though, us. Felix. That was that's real like, smooth. I actually like that. I like that a lot. That's like us that trying really to get well through done. an episode without Penguin bringing up Tokyo Jungle. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I it's, love it's, that game. Yeah, that's a great game. It, We've brought that up multiple times. One of the first times I watched your show, he was actually talking about that, and I typed in the chat right away because I had just got done playing Tokyo Jungle for the mm-hmm. first time on stream and absolutely tearing Japan up with a Pomeranian. So it was yep. a lot of fun, and I was like, oh my god, someone else knows this game exists, and so that was pretty cool. Oh, he he has been championing championing Tokyo Jungle Two for years now. It's actually like a really fire game. Like it's a really fun. No, he wants them to come out with. He's trying to will it into existence. He's trying to will it into existence. We keep telling him it's never going to happen. It's not going to happen. So then, uh, (laughs) Halo Infinite. Mm, Which yeah, I yeah. am, I am currently. Even though Destiny has kind of uh, taken over, I think I feel like at this point, I I was in the middle of a Halo replay. Um, I got through Reach. I was in the middle of Halo One, and then, and then, I I got hit by the Destiny sickness. We're proud of you. Welcome. welcome. So, <laughs> Very that'll, welcome. That'll be probably at least no pressure, but you got a dreams. whole a whole community. Yeah, full of insane gamers. So, so. then so you've been then asking early, questions. Though. You've been involved. It's, it's been great to, to kind of help out again. Yeah. So then early, early next year, I think that's it for this year. Really? I'm not really into Far Cry. Um, can't really even think of anything else coming out this year. Um, so next year, uh, Definitely excited for uh, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. Yes. Mm. I've been waiting for over a year for that freaking game to come out. It was, I think it was supposed to come out October of last year, and it got delayed and all that stuff. Um, excited for Horizon Zero Dawn, or uh, Forbidden West. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then, you know, I think that's what else comes out in February? What else did they announce for February? God, everything's in February. Now let's, I'm going to bring up. I'm going to bring up the uh, current you, release schedule. You. I don't know if you're a fan. You may not be. That's fine. You missed Dying Light two in December. Yeah, I never got into the first. I did play a little bit of the first one, but I never really got into it. That's uh, outside of Halo. That's probably the thing I'm looking forward to most personally coming up this year. I realize you guys asked me that on your show, and I forgot about, um, you forgot about Dying Light, anything. which is like the like the thing I'm excited for outside of like the obvious stuff. Because right. I think right after I played, yeah, it was right after I got done playing Mirror's Edge that I then played Dying Light for the first time. I was like, oh, this is like Mirror's Edge, but with guns and zombies and awesome movement and jumping, and and they were scary as shit, man. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Okay, I'm so looking at the the list Neo brought up September. here. Is this September of 22? Is that what that means? Or we got we have to go down. We got to go down. We're at October. Um. 
20 okay so it's battlefield we got back for blood in Octo- blood. october metroid dread comes out that's not a bad one guardians of, guardians of the galaxy okay Pen- pending pending review status on that one but yeah guardians i saw, of the I saw a little is, is that developed by the marvel avengers people no uh, no it is it is a square enix game it's but e- it is Eidos montreal developed yeah it's yeah Eidos. Eidos. Eidos montreal yeah so yeah, that one I I will. Um, I saw some more like gameplay highlights of this, and it looked more promising than the, the initial reveal trailer during E3. It gives me so minor more Mass Effect vibes, like very minor Mass Effect vibes. Yeah, I can feel that. And you guys know me; I'm not the the largest of superhero fans. If anything, probably the, the least in the group yeah. here. Um, but if I had downtime, I I could probably fuck with. Uh, a well-made Guardians story of the galaxy, separate from everything else, just its own little isolated yeah. single-player space adventure. I could fuck with right. that. Uh, Forza Avengers Horizon could have done that. That should be fun. So if that's out on Game Pass, I think I'm all about that game, too. I downloaded oh, I... 4, Horizon 4. Really mm-hmm. fun. Been playing that a little bit on my on my off time. Not bad. Neo, just just think about that on your on your 4K, dude. You know what I did yesterday? Ooh, yeah. On the 4K is gonna look good. Yesterday, mm-hmm. I Oof. I linked my my t- my computer to it and ran the benchmarks for Forza, for Forza. It was Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Thank you for correcting the Italian there. By the way, mm. correct Italian. I said thank you for the for the correction of the Italian. He had to come back with the Forza. The Forza. They, they all appreciate that out there. <laughs> you see, Italian called Horizon yeah. a car PG on Twitter today. A car PG. He's like, he's like, it's it less did, a racing yeah. game and more of a car PG. And I was like, <laughs> and, what uh, is it? I love that. Dear God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they, 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 they responded. They responded to it. They retweeted it. Oh, did said, they? Uh, excuse us while we patent uh, this uh, this phrase. <laughs> I, I will I not be buying GTA Five again, but I I will definitely download the online standalone as a as a PlayStation Plus owner. I'll get yeah, that we, on PS5. And we got Endwalker coming out this year, Trip. So I mean, I, I'm, I, I I'm like actually going to be ready and, and excited. I've repeated that story multiple times, Mike. The GTA I, I honestly have not be ever beat GTA Five. Same. Oh yeah. Same. I don't think I don't think anyone has. I think it's actually illegal. I don't think anyone It's like I'm fucking invisible. It's like it's like they turned on no, it's like no, they you turned on it. GTA online it. and everyone was like, wait, there's a story in this? No, there's something you didn't do, Felix. I promise you. You didn't finish it. I'll tell you what it is. Technically technically, so GTA five for me was only completed on the the PS3. I don't Fair even enough. I didn't I didn't complete that, it on the PS4. That game melted. I did the entire PS3. game on that, that PS3 that I sold to Locke or gave to Locke. I don't remember. Did I sell that to you? I don't remember. Yeah, I bought that. You fucking stingy bitch. But- how <laughs> mind-blowing is it that GTA V and Elder Scrolls Skyrim have crossed five different or three different console generations? Crazy. And they you got know, a new like, Skyrim coming out, too. You know those TikToks where it's like, like some chick shows up and it's like, come on, mom. And then like her mom pops in and it's like, come on, mom. And then like, you know, the grandma, the original chick shows up and it's like, come on, mom. And like the great grandma rolls through and it's like, come on, mom. And then you have this like five person long family of everyone that's still alive somehow. That's Skyrim with all the different console generations. Yeah. 
for sure. And, and the different the the the, the GTAs. They, they had the they had the legendary edition, then they had the special edition. Now they've got the anniversary edition. Mm-hmm. And I and pl- I the GTA on, constantly online is getting play it content. On my Echo. You can. That's right. Alexa, play Skyrim. Skyrim. Echo. Oh God, we've okay. lost Neo. Okay, here we go. God. No, Alexa, we're doing a show She's right now. She's talking. Alexa, stop. <laughs> yeah, I saw her light up that bitch. <laughs> Thank you. Did you hear that? Yeah. Safe yeah. travels. It, it sounded like the uh, like the old Snoopy cartoons that would always be on like during Christmas, and like parents would talk, and oh. it would be like. Mike, I didn't tell you though. The reason why I didn't fully complete GTA Five is because they had this like weird button you could hit called Mission Skip. Like where you could uh-huh. like skip, skip like dialogue or whatever, and I like in order to get the one hundred percent on it, you have oh. to actually play every cutscene all the way through. And I skipped oh, one what of them. The hell? I kept skipped one of That's them in the middle awful. of the game and didn't even realize it. Never even watched it. And Fucking Rockstar, I tell you, didn't get my hundred percent. This is like ra- how Ratchet and Clank juked me out of the platinum. I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna forgive them for that. This sounds more aggressive than that, though. This is like you don't even know this is a thing, and then like, where mm-hmm. are you missing a percentage? Who the fuck knows? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I wrote that I'm about it. I was like, this is bullshit. Be so upset. It was such bullshit. Well, so I used to play Star Trek Online on PlayStation, and I was like, oh man, it'd be really cool if I got the platinum for like you know the next big you know anniversary, which is actually like next week but i i i abandoned it because one of the trophies you have to get is just completely rng like there's no way you can can get it without doing this daily thing every day and hoping that it gives you the right items mm-hmm. yeah i check out the end of it. yeah so anyone feel in death right. loop anyone feel in death loop I am feeling Deathloop. I'm actually still not feeling it because I don't even understand it. Previews looking real hot on it. <laughs> from what I from what I saw, it what looks it? it has a very roguelike element to it. But you're essentially stuck in a it, you're it's like dishonored I abilities. Diff- right, right. I keep hearing different descriptions of it, and roguelike yeah. now is the fir- first so, time I'm hearing roguelike. So it, basically, what I understand yeah. about it is yeah. you you are tasked with eliminating these leaders of this that are on this island and you have to do that the the end goal is you take them all out within the same day hmm. but if you die you you go start over. you basically start over so it's all about learning essentially the game is about learning where everyone is and and how to efficiently take them down so you can so you can eliminate them all in the same day. Yeah, meanwhile you have a hunter that like pops in to hunt you but all and also yeah. survives through the through the loop. You get a bunch of cool abilities like in Dishonored, like the blinking and the you know the time stop and um pushing objects and like you know with telekinesis. Um and one thing that I I noticed from the last gameplay demo they did was um when you die or if you you can get certain upgrades that will persist with you throughout, you know, you're restarting the loop and some don't. 
So like that's what that's what like triggered like the um like the oh this is kind of roguish in in some ways or it's very roguelike um in in those regards and it, it does look like a like a real cool time um it's got lots of style which I appreciate but yeah uh, Felix uh, am I am I safe to throw your hat in the ring for for Lunar League Baseball season two. I already threw it in in the I'm chat. To, to iron. <laughs> he said I'm already in. Yeah, I'm in there. I'm yeah. locked and loaded, baby. I'm He's literally ready. playing a season to practice. Practice <laughs> <laughs> like, that I'm guest not, pitch. Dude, I'm practicing guest pitch. Well, Iron said he might not incorporate guest pitch this next, next time around. But I'm also batting. I used analog batting when I played the first season. And analog batting was what fucked me in that final World Series. Uh, well, I wasn't in the World Series, but I mean in the playoffs. So it's like, I, you know, like I'm not going to back down, you know, just because I'll, he, I, he, he I wants to get that. that free hat at the end of the World Series. I want the free hat. No, um, no, I just I, you know, I really like playing the game. I didn't know I was going to like playing this game. And it's fun. It's more fun for me to like play with other people because a I don't rage like a lunatic. Like it definitely Mrs. Felix prefers me to play other people in the baseball game as opposed to the computer because the computer I'm like super, you yep. know, I'm, I'm, I'm super Karen when it comes to playing the computer. Super <laughs> <Karen>. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, Oh, oh, think, oh really? Think, really? Think, you pitch that, you pitch that, you know, like, but far. Yeah. I, th- I think that goes for any game. It's, it's just always, you're, you're, you're a little calmer when you're playing games with people you know as opposed to I'm not, people I, I, you don't know. I keep myself like in check when I'm playing against having a fun baseball game with a friend. You know what I mean? Like I don't remember a single moment where I lost my shit against some you know, someone else. I would lose my shit. I was playing a game I think during the playoffs with Penguin where I got hot, but I wasn't getting hot at Penguin. I right. was getting, you were getting hot, hot at, at the, the game. The errors that my players were creating. Right. <laughs> like yeah. what? Uh, that's and a lot of times it's so funny though, dude. Some of the errors in that game, man. Oh man. Uh my one time I like I hit the ball and hit the the opposing I don't I wasn't playing against you, I was playing with somebody else. I hit the opposing pitcher in the head and knocked him out of the game with an injury. Nice. <laughs> he he got a head injury. Like it was amazing. It's the most amazing shots. moment. It was amazing. He got a head injury. <laughs> <laughs> Took out his pitcher, man. Head head injury. Um, so where can the people find you, and where can uh, they find the podcast? So they can find the podcast at uh, Twitch.tv/slash Lunar Castaways. Uh, we currently are doing Sunday mornings, uh, nine a.m. Central Time, ten a.m. Eastern. Uh. That's when we go live, kind of like you guys will do, you know, a little pre-show, do the main recording. Sometimes we'll do a post-show. It just depends on, um, you know, whether people have time because we are all adults and we have responsibilities. True. Um, true. Facts. Big facts. uh, That channel is also where you will find Iron uh, streaming Tuesdays and Thursdays. He does Ace Combat runs on Tuesdays. And I think what we're going to do is we're going to be starting up a little bit of Halo or not Halo, but um, probably jumping into some Destiny 
on Thursdays with him doing multiplayer stuff, probably yes. campaign runs, stuff like that. Uh, so he's there Tuesdays, Thursdays. I think he usually starts about seven fifteen ish uh Eastern time. Okay. On those Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh you can find me over at twitch.tv slash weheartgames. Uh I am currently streaming Mondays and Wednesdays at seven eight PM Central Time. Uh that will probably change. Uh, some things have come up. I need to rearrange my schedule, so I will be looking to move Wednesdays. And I might even be moving the Mondays because we are con- contemplating moving our podcast recording to Monday nights. But we will obviously okay. let everyone okay. know. Yeah, please do. If if we if we change that recording time, um, it will probably be either via my Twitter maybe via the lunar castaways twitter but uh if if i'm being honest uh the lunar castaways twitter is just jacket uh retweeting <laughs> things <laughs> so it, it usually comes from either iron or myself um but yeah so uh that's where you can find me uh you can also find me within your friendly neighborhood emergent gamer discord uh popping into random channels uh, you can also find uh, the Lunar Castaways Discord at discord.lunarcastaways.com. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, yeah, well, thank you for joining. Thank you for, for sharing what you've been up to and, and discussing with us. And thank you for mm-hmm. also chiming in for the, uh, for the super heavy intro conversation as well. No um, problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, everyone in chat, everyone listening, please check out Lunar Castaways um, wherever you may find your podcast um, and make sure that you're listening on Twitch. Um, Neo Aoshi, where are they yes. going to find you? Twitch.tv slash Neo Aoshi, Twitter.com slash Neo underscore Yoshi. Mm-hmm. Um, playing Ghost of Tsushima. I was playing that last night for a little bit. Um, Marvel's Avengers is on the is on the list. Um, got a few other games up my sleeve that I want to I want to whip out. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, nice. Trip. Just be, care- just be careful what you whip out. Yes. Oh, it's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good point. Um, yes, I am Trip Zero. You guys can find me on uh, on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, everything. Trip Zero TV, and I stream Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. ish. Been doing a lot of overtime lately with the new Destiny season and stuff to grind. Um, Link, unfortunately, is still hanging out in uh, in Skyloft trying to figure out where the hell I went. The world's still unsaved. We're going to get back to the boy. I promise he's taking an extended break. Um, as well as some Final Fantasy 14 because of Destiny. We're probably going to get maybe to the, like the level cap and see how the seasonal story and progression goes. And then we'll introduce some other things back on into the stream stream. But there's Definitely a lot of uh, single-player content I want to get to as well, so uh, tune in and uh, hang out. Nice. Felix. Felix. Uh, yeah, and this is Felix Hergood, at Felix Hergood. Um, I've been thinking hard uh, that I'm probably going to figure... I'm, I need to put a day aside, but uh, September 8th is the launch of Fallout Worlds, and I was strongly thinking of creating a really a, a nasty survival version of the Fallout um world rolling a new character and then 
playing through that from the beginning, like starting with the early quests when you leave the vault and just going through. Um, and that's around September 8th and doing that live on stream. Uh, I just, I have a lot mm. to do because I, I never, I never adjusted myself to Twitch only. So I, all the shit set up in here, I have, it's, I've been away from streaming for so long, but all the shit in my computer is set up for, uh, Twitch and mixer. So I have to go through and painstakingly for an afternoon, like fix all that shit. And I just haven't done that yet. So. And that's a lot of motivate. Yeah, you know, I got to motivate myself to do that. But September eighth right. is the launch of Fallout Worlds, and I really want to do that. You know, like I think it would be fun to do a survival playthrough and just yeah. amp up all of the aspects in a server that make it more complicated to play the game. You know, like higher damage output. You know, the things that'll make me angry. So. Right. Right. <laughs> I would. I would say I know the. I know the frustration of trying to to get everything set up again. So if. You know, if you need help with any of that, I mean, Neo oh, and I, uh, Neo, Neo yeah. spent hours of troubleshooting my own audio problems with me, which was on the cusp of of hours of his own troubleshooting for his own stream. So Mike, this is, Mike this here, is, right, Mike here I helped know. me troubleshoot my errors. Right. So this yeah. this is a circular problem that we can yeah, all help I, you with. I, I didn't even bring so. that up. Like <laughs> si- since I stopped streaming, I've now optimized myself with a new Scarlet audio interface, which I've mm-hmm. never opened in uh obs studio which is what i primarily streamed from i didn't use streamlabs obs i know it works in streamlabs obs so i thought maybe since i have streamlabs already i log into my streamlabs account and just use streamlabs obs this time around we'll uh, talk about that we could talk I, about it later you, yeah because i i'm i i was using streamlabs and i yeah. opted for a studio for you various reasons it. yeah you told me that recently so yeah. we'll, have, we'll have a more in de- we'll have a more mm. in-depth conversation about that yeah, uh, yeah, sure. That's it. Yeah, so um, you can find me on Twitter at lock underscore key, um, and you can find me uh, uh, at Twitch at um, lock and key. Um, I will be streaming Destiny right now. Um, as Trip mentioned, we're doing a lot of a lot of Destiny grinding, um, and then we will be getting back to the Final Fantasy fourteen A Realm Reborn story that I was severely hooked on right before Destiny had to drop and and grab me. Um, and it always comes back around um and probably just some other shooters as well um and i also have to get back to firewatch i played a couple hours worth of firewatch i streamed it and um the mystery was starting to unfold and i stopped and as with all games um i haven't picked it back up again so uh, maybe that's on the horizon as well so just follow me on twitter and twitch uh for what's to come i appreciate you all being here and uh we will see you soon good night later good night